Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. Hey everyone, Sarah and I recorded the following episode of Happier in Hollywood before COVID-19 really took a hold. We were getting ahead for our spring break plans. So you won't hear us talking about it much, but we want to release the episode anyway because we know many of you are looking for a break from the news. We hope you enjoy it and that it provides a nice break. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in L.A., and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. You know we're all about work hikes, and in today's episode, we're going to share our top tips for maximizing a work hike. Then we'll talk about why it's so important to feel like you're part of a community, and we've got a big community-related announcement. Yes. Then we'll answer a mailroom question about TV writing contests, and this week's Hollywood hack comes from our Facebook group. It's all about making friends. But first, an update. Right. Okay. So in episode 145, we shared our very waffly thoughts about whether or not we should get a new agent. Mm -hmm. And a listener named Andrea sent us this email. She wrote, Hello, Liz and Sarah. I spend my time as a professional recruiter, and I see a lot of this what-should-I-do-next dilemma and conflict around loyalty you are experiencing with your agent situation. So here goes. By not moving forward with finding a new agent, you are making a choice. You say we haven't decided yet, but doing nothing is making a decision. By not talking about it with each other, by not making a plan, by not finding another agent, you're waiting on other people to make their decisions. Guess what? They already have. Loyalty and friendship in a crazy backbiting world are wonderful things to be honored and cherished. Losing an agent you've worked with for 15 years must feel like one more loss you're not ready to accept. But it's happened. It's done. As you said in 145, you're not technically agentless. You are agentless. It was a courageous move to fire Matt and stand up for the principles your guild believes in. You two have set yourselves up, like it or not, as role models for thousands of women on how to navigate in a creative business world. And I believe it's time for you to acknowledge the loss and move on. 
Wow, Andrea, thank you. Your email was, it was very clarifying. Yes, it was helpful to hear from someone outside of the situation who's not emotionally attached, who's just sort of looking at the bare bones yeah. of the of what's happening, not the the myriad of, of issues that are mired in the whole yeah. thing. And Sarah, I mean, I want to add a lot of our listeners are probably grappling with the same questions that we're grappling with, and I'm sure they'll also find Andrea's letter very helpful. So yeah. thank you, Andrea. Okay, Liz, it's time for From the Treadmill Desks of, in which we discuss what is most pressing in our work psyches. And this week... It is work hikes. Yes. As we've mentioned about two dozen times, we've been doing a lot of them <laughs> yeah. almost every day. Yeah. Yay um, us. Yay us. And we think everyone should be doing them, weather and geography permitting. Yeah. Um, so we've come up with some best practices. Yes. Um, so first of all, let's review why we love work hikes. Yeah. Well, they're healthy. Number one. But something about Hiking and working brings out a whole new way of thinking about things. It really mm -hmm. does kind of liberate our minds. Yes. I don't know. It's the fresh air. Yeah. It's moving. It's also not having our phones in front mm -hmm. of us. You know, I mean, we're really just talking to each other and breathing fresh air. That's yeah. all we're doing. We love them. And over the course of these last months of work hiking, we have come up with best practices yes. that we want to share for anyone who is also work hiking. Yes. So first, and I think you started this and then I hopped right on, set an agenda for the hike. Yes. Um, and we usually set the agenda the day before. So yeah. we'll say, okay, let's meet at 845 and let's discuss X, like whether it might be a meeting that we have coming up or a podcast, or sometimes we'll say, let's plan our next two podcasts on this hike. Yes. Often it's let's break episode blank of the fiction podcast yes. we're working on. But whatever it is, we know. And so I think we're kind of ruminating before we sort of often end up coming in with stuff to say to each other. Yes. And then I will say, usually like the first Five to ten minutes of the work hike going up that hideous hill yes. at Fryman tends to be our just like blah, 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 blah. Yes. And then once we get to the top of that hill, we really focus yes. in. Yes. Now, another important element we've added to our work hikes um, <laughs> is that we stop and take notes. Yes. Um, there's a certain point at the hike where there's a bench and a wonderful view and a water fountain. And we'll sit down and we'll email ourselves notes about what we've discussed. Because what we find is, <laughs> even though we'll be like, oh, well, we could never forget this idea. It's this so is brilliant. amazing. Yeah. By the time we're in our car, we're like, wait, what, were, what was that idea? And we have no idea. <laughs> so it has really improved our hikes um, that we now take notes and send them to ourselves. Yes. And then follow up. Once the hike is done, go to the office and do what you said you were going to do. Don't do it on the hike because the hike is really for creative thinking. It's not for tasks. Right. You don't want to, like, break your flow by stopping and emailing someone and blah, blah, blah. Write it down so you know what you talked about and then do all the follow-up afterwards. Yes. And a lot of times for us, that's incorporating whatever we've talked about onto the board. Mm -hmm. So it's it might be contacting people or doing emails, but also just like so we can see our new work. We'll yes. put it on the board. 
Okay, so Sarah, it's easy for us to do work hikes now because we're not running a show. We're just setting our own schedule, which is lovely. One thing we've discussed is we want to make sure we don't just stop doing this the minute we end up on a show uh, because they're so productive. They're so productive. They're actually like some of the most valuable time in our day. And so the question becomes how to keep this up when we're running a show. And one of the things we've talked about is just saying we're going to do it. Yes. I mean, I think in the past we felt like, well, we can't hike like at 9 a.m. We want to be at work. We want to be in the office. But the truth is we're the ones who are in charge of the workflow. Right. And if we think and we know we're going to be more productive doing this than we would sitting in our office where we're interrupted a million times, then we should just take that time and do it. Yeah. And we'll be in the office by 10 or 1030 at the latest anyway. One thing we thought we could do, like, for instance, if we have a a, like, say, well, we have to break episode five and -and so-and-so is writing episode five, we could have them meet us if they want to. Um, yes, and not talk required. about that episode. Yeah. And it's time that would be, again, free of phones and distractions. And we could, you know, just sort of get the process going. Yes. And be purely focused on that writer and on that episode. Yes. And this is not, by the way, something that is exclusive to us. There are a lot of rooms that actually do walking room sessions. Yes, absolutely. Um, We saw one room when we were um, shooting the fixed pilot at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. Here came a writer's room walking toward. We knew one of the writers. So it was just, I think it was an Amazon show. And they were doing a walking writer's room. At the cemetery. Yes, it was great. Yeah. Um, And obviously there are people who can't do work hikes for a variety of reasons. And in those situations, we could do our treadmill desks and they Mm. could just be in the office. Yes. But we could sort of like turn off all the devices, turn off everything and sort of make it the sacred work hike time. We can play bird sounds. Yes. Sounds good to me. Okay. Listeners, do you work hike? Do you have any work hike best practices that we should integrate? We want to know. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Coming up, we have a very exciting community building announcement. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Okay, Sarah, it's time for our Take a Hike segment where we talk about physical, mental, and spiritual health. And today we are talking about building community because that makes us healthier in every way. Yes. 
And we have a very exciting community-building announcement. Yes. So one of the things that makes us most mentally healthy, as everyone knows, is to have a strong sense of community and feel like we're part of something, like there are people out there who have our backs who are rooting for us. And like we are rooting for them. Yes. And one of the communities we love, Sarah, is our Happier in Hollywood community. We have amazing listeners, and we have an awesome Facebook community of Happier in Hollywood Mm -hmm. listeners. And we're trying to create even more sense of community by, drumroll please, doing a weekly newsletter. We have been talking about this for so long, literally since we started the podcast, since our website first went up. There's a little place where you can click and say, like, get our newsletter. And so many of you have signed up for a newsletter that does not even exist yet, but now it will. Yes. So you will be getting that (laughs) newsletter you might have signed up for a year and a half ago. It's Uh, finally going to come. It's coming. And Sarah, part of why we want to do this is because we get newsletters that really make us feel like we're part of a community. So we get Gretchen Rubin, my sister's newsletter, obviously, which is um, great. Yes. And one of our other favorite newsletters is the Pillar Life newsletter, which is Sherry Salata and Nancy Holla, who do the Sherry and Nancy show. I love their newsletter. Yes. Okay, so here's what it'll be. And obviously, it's going to be an evolving organism. (laughs) But it's going to be a weekly newsletter with pictures and show notes for each episode and a link to that week's episode. Um, And also, we're going to share writing tips. We'll shine a spotlight on things we love. Like the first one is the show Cheer on Netflix, which is just amazing. Yes, amazing docuseries. And of course, we'll have links to get things we talk about on the show, like the Warner Brothers pitch document, which so many people have asked for, and it would be easier if, if it was link to the newsletter. Yes, people will. It it will streamline that process and people should be able to get things much quicker. But Sarah, we want to know from everybody out there, what do they want to see in this newsletter? Right, right. Do they want us to really dive into writing tips? Do they want pictures of our dogs? I have cute dogs. Yes, you have very (laughs) cute dogs. I have a cute cat, (laughs) cute old cat. Do they want to see pictures um, like when we're shooting? Right, like behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Do they want more general work-related content? So we're open. Um, This is a growing, changing thing. So let us know. Yeah, let us know what's most interesting to you, and we will integrate that into our newsletter. Yeah, and of course, also there will lead people to get merch if they want to get merch. If we have meetups, all the information will be in the newsletters. When we have another writer's retreat, yes. workshop, that that information will be there. So all the sort of um, nuts and bolts of the show. Yes. So email us at Happier in Hollywood to let us know what you'd like to see in the newsletter. You can also sign up for the newsletter that way. Or, even better, go to our website, happierinhollywood.com. Scroll down to the bottom. There's a little box that says, join the party. Just put your email address right in there, and the newsletter will come your way. So just to clarify for people, Sarah, when you first go to the website, there's a box that says subscribe now. But that's subscribe to the podcast. Which you should, should Which also you should do, also by the way, do. if you have it. Yes, but you have to scroll <laughs> down, like you said, to get to the subscribe to the newsletter button. Yes. There's two subscription possibilities. Yes. And thank you. Thank you for being a part of our Happier in Hollywood community. Yes. Thank you all. Coming up, we've got a listener question about what to submit to the many TV writing contests. But first, this break. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, Liz, it's time for our mailroom segment. Katie wrote in, I'm a huge fan of your podcast and wanted to get your opinion on some writing contests. There are so many new TV pilot writing contests out there now, and most don't specify whether you should submit a half-hour script or an hour-long script. It's up to the writer. What do you think? Is it better to submit an hour-long script because you have to show more writing and more of your craft, or would a half-hour script suffice if the concept and the writing is strong? I guess I'm just asking what you think would be the better odds of doing well in the contest, or does it even matter? Okay, well, here's the answer to that question. Yes. If it's a half hour, that means basically it's a comedy. And if it's an hour, it means it's a drama. So the question isn't which is better to submit. The question is, are you a comedy writer or a drama writer? Yes. And it's not totally that cut and dry Um, because there are now, of course, like Transparent is a dramedy, serious, you know, like there are in the kind of streaming space things that cross over. But for the most part, you either write half hours or you write hours. Yes. It's really sort of a know yourself question. Yes. More than a what should you submit to a given contest question. What kind of writer are you? Yes. And what like what does your story best lend itself to? Yes. And that should be fairly obvious to you. Yeah. Like if it's if the story is clear, it should be clear to you whether it should be a half hour or an hour. Now, I will say Desperate Housewives, for instance, started as a half hour that Mark Cherry then turned into an hour and then it was an enormous hit. So like all examples in Hollywood, (laughs) like all things in Hollywood, you can find an example where something totally goes against what you're saying. But, I mean, the the thing to do, I mean, I think before you even want to submit to TV writing contests, yeah. get to know yourself, like you were saying, as a writer. Yes. And then you'll know what you want to submit. Right. Because more is not better. No. People can tell if you're a good writer. I mean, we say we can tell in a sentence. But yes. I, for a contest, I'm sure they read more. But it's really about, it's not about length. It's, it's about, about story. quality, not quantity, yes. It's and, about story and character and structure. And what it should be. Yeah. So um, good luck. And might we suggest a writer's group? Because a writer's yes. group can help you figure these things out. Yes, writer's groups are the best thing in the world. Get in yes. a writer's group. Okay, Sarah, it is time for this week's Hollywood hack, which is... Ask people to do something at the last minute. Yes. This came from our Facebook group. Yes. So someone in our Facebook group um, sort of posed a question about making friends as an adult. Mm -hmm. It can be very hard to make friends as an adult. I think many of us have experienced that. And she was asking, you know, when you reach out to someone, how often should you reach out? When do you let it go? You know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it just led to a general discussion about making friends as an adult. And one thing I suggested, which I then decided should be a hack, um, <laughs> is to ask someone to do something at the last minute. 
Because what I find in L.A., and I don't Mm. know about other places in the country, people are loath to put things on their calendar. It just (laughs) feels oppressive. It's like they don't want to load up their calendar. They don't want to agree to do something because they don't know what's going to be happening or what the weather's going to be or what traffic is going to be. God forbid it's raining. I know. But (laughs) if it's like you know, four o'clock on a Sunday mm-hmm. and you say, hey, do you want to go, you know, to the Mexican restaurant around the corner for dinner? Someone might be like, oh, yes, I do. I, I cannot tell you how often, even as a family, our plans with other families come about last minute. Mm-hmm. And I always think who's going to be available on a Saturday night to get together. Right. And I find so often Everybody's available. Right. Everybody's like, yeah, let's <laughs> yeah, do let's that. Yeah, let's do it. So that's my hack. Ask somebody to do something at the last minute, which is sort of counterintuitive to what you think you should do, which is plan. I think it's a great idea, and I am going to do that. Okay, good. Okay. You can report back. I will. Worked. Thank you. And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. And to subscribe to our new newsletter, go to our website, happierinhollywood.com. Scroll down to the bottom and you'll see a little box that says join the party and put your email address right in there and click send. Thanks to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram. Instagram at Sancola Sound. Thank you to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. When you flub, it's ba ba ba. It is? <laughs> yes, every time. Are you not aware? I'm totally unaware of that. Oh, ba ba ba. You go ba ba ba. That is so funny. I never knew that. Now it's all all here. I know. From the Onward Project.